Sunday morning, I'm Murphy Houston. It's time for Mile High Magazine. We hope your day is starting wonderfully. Got a great guest today. Her name is Serena Saunders from Pawsivit. I knew I was going to have trouble with this, Serena. Positive recovery. Not positive, positive. I get it right? You got it. (laughs) That's right. Well, let's talk about that. I never heard about positive recovery. What is it? Sure, sure. Positive Recovery is a nonprofit, and uh, we give people in recovery and animals in shelters a new leash on life, as we like to say it. Uh, We like to help them heal from the wounds of addiction, trauma, and abuse. Uh, So we... Uh, we know that the human-animal bond is crucial to healing and growth, so we provide an assortment of ways to incorporate animals into the recovery process. So how big is your organization? You keep saying we, we. Is it huge? And how long have you been around? No, no, it's it's uh, it's pretty small. We just started uh, last June, so we've been around for about a year, and it's just myself and a couple of volunteers who are passionate about uh, recovery and helping people and animals. So talk more about why you started this. What's the story behind it? What is your story behind it? Sure, sure. Um, so Positive Recovery cares for animals when their humans are incapable of doing so um, in hopes that they can be reunited after they go to treatment. Um, there are 19.7 million American adults that battle with substance abuse disorders in our country. So many of those people struggle with mental health disorders and drug and alcohol abuse simultaneously. Um, so drug abuse and addiction don't only have an impact on people, but it has a real impact on animals as well. So um, we know that animals help in healing people with those issues, and we uh, our goal is to keep animals re. Uh, reunited united with their animals after they get out of treatment so um, we provide temporary pet foster care for individuals that are seeking treatment and those that are recovering from domestic violence or um, any crisis situations Uh, we do pet visits for people that are in treatment to sort of keep them motivated and things like that we also foster uh, volunteer and community service opportunities at shelters for people in recovery or healing from domestic violence um, issues or if they need to do their community service we offer um, volunteer opportunities for them. And then we also do, uh, we go into the treatment centers with shelter animals and we do animal focused therapy um, and workshops and things like that. So it's really just a lot of different ways to get animals involved in the recovery process. Well, for an organization that's not quite been around for a year yet, you're doing a heck of a lot of things. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. It's a lot of fun and really rewarding. Well, why did you start that? You deal. Let me back up a couple of notches here because my mind is just racing with sure. questions all of a sudden. Is it only people dealing with addiction that you help with their pets, or is it somebody that might be in the hospital for a long-term care for surgery or something? No, uh, we're more focused on people that are um, uh, battling with substance abuse issues, mental health issues. Um, if they're having a crisis situation in those areas, that's where our focus is. Um but we certainly would be, you know, open to helping anybody in any type of situation where, where they needed help with their animals. Well, it sounds like you're kind of familiar with the topic. Do you have a recovery story that you care to share? I do. I am in long-term recovery myself. Good, and, good. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, my whole life is recovery-based now, and I've met the most amazing people and um I really think that animals are such a huge part of the recovery process. I know that they were for me, um, and and helping people keep their animals is just such a, a wonderful thing. 
and uh, so important. Well, you have an identification story with the whole topic here of positive recovery. What roles do animals play in recovery? Talk about that. Well, dogs are proven to help treat people with mental disabilities, illness, and addiction. Um, I mean, dogs are friendly, they're intelligent, um, and it's proven that just being in the company of a dog will increase serotonin and endorphins. So um, keeping the animals united with their owners after treatment takes some of the burdens off of the shelters, obviously, but it also makes people... It makes it easier for people to enter treatment and stay in treatment and have the motivation that they need. And when they get out, it also helps because pets can keep people on a schedule and make sure that uh, they're, they're um, you know, doing the right thing when they get out. So there's a couple of different things that animals do in that regard. And is it mainly dogs you deal with or are there other pets as well? Mm-hmm. No, we mainly deal with uh, dogs and kitties, but right now we have two guinea pigs in our foster care program. <laughs> That's so awesome. Sky's the limit on that one. We're, we don't uh, we don't discriminate around here. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to wonder because people have a lot of different pets when they're going through whatever they're going through, right? They do, they do, and we'll make it work no matter what. <laughs> so, tell the process. So, somebody goes in, they're in recovery, they're worried about their pet. This is where you guys step in, right? That's true. Um, We will step in when they're ready to enter treatment. So they'll give us a call and there's an application process, of course. And when they send me the application, I'll review it and we will um, match them with the foster that's best for them. Well, how do you find the foster people? Fostering animals is a hard thing, not because of the job itself, but letting go once you've fostered an animal for a long time. How does that all work and how do you get the volunteers? So uh, we go on the radio and we ask people for it. Here we go. That's why you're here. (laughs) Yes, that is why I'm here. We are desperately seeking fosters. Um, We go out to the different recovery meetings and different things like that to to see if we can find people, not only in long-term recovery, but anybody who's passionate about helping people and animals. And um, we um, get fosters that way. So once somebody's ready to enter treatment, what I'll do is I'll call up my fosters and I'll try to match that dog with a great foster for, you know, that will work for them. So um, we try to put uh, our dogs in places where we know that they'll thrive while their owners are in treatment. And uh, it's a pretty easy process, but we do home checks to make sure that the environment is safe. Um, And then, you know, uh, we have, we, we go out and meet all of the people and, and stuff like that. Well, are there like background checks? Everybody seems to be in background checks these days before they make any kind of any situation at all. Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, we don't do a background check, but we do do a home check and we do everything that a normal shelter would do in their own foster program. So we go out, uh, we'll meet whoever's fostering, we'll do a dog check. So if there's other dogs in the home, we'll take the new dog and and let everybody meet each other and make sure that it's going to be a situation that's safe for everybody and that where we set them up for success. So it starts with somebody reaching out to you guys that need the help. Is that true? Yes. So how does that, let's start there. If somebody needs, if somebody listening right now that needs the kind of help you're talking about, what do they do? Um, they can reach us through our website, and that's positive-recovery.com, or they can always give us a call directly as well, and we're always available to help. So then you find out what their situation is, what they're look, looking yep. for, and you agree. Uh, do you have to do any checks on them and what they're offering up as animals, or you just say, okay, we'll help? 
Well, no, we'll definitely go through an application process and I'll talk to them and screen them on the phone um, just so I can make sure that I have all of the information about, um, you know, how long they're going to be in treatment, um, the animal's daily habits, all of that kind of stuff. So we go through a thorough screening process on both the foster side and the boarding side. Um, And once I get a, a foster lined up, then everybody can go where they need to go. So does the foster get a chance to meet with the person that's going through recovery so they kind of have an identification? Typically, I don't ask fosters to um, get involved with the people that are in treatment. I'm sort of the middleman on all of that. So I facilitate the treat the, the pet visits when they go to the treatment centers to visit with their owners and all of that. So I try to make life easier on the fosters sure. by doing all of that stuff myself. So what are the qualifications for fosters? There must be different ones depending on what you're looking for. Sure. there's um, the, Really, the only qualification is that you love animals and you want to help people in treatment and you have a safe environment to house these animals for at least three to six months commitment. That's typically what it would be. So when some person gets out of recovery and they are, okay, I'm ready to bring my dog, my buddy back, I'm ready to have him around again, is there a transition process to that or the foster just go, okay, here you go, have fun, and we're done? Or, or is it no, like, there, definitely, there definitely is a transition. Yeah, I would, uh, I would think there would have to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Typically, what I'll do is I'll make sure that the dog is going back to a safe environment where they're going to have all of their basic needs met and and everything. So there is what's called a transition um, um, when we reunite them. There's a process that we do to make sure that everything's good. Yeah. And do you follow up with more checkups on how the transition's done? Now the transition's done. They're all back together. Do you make sure everything's going all right? Occasionally say, how's it going? That kind of thing. I I do. I've actually formed relationships with most of my fosters that graduate from treatment and come out. And um, that's really special because I keep in contact with them and make sure that they're doing okay and their animals doing okay. And, uh, and, and it's been really, really rewarding to form those friendships with people and see how they do after treatment. And I'll tell you, there's nothing better than seeing a dog reunited with their person after they've been in treatment for a little while. Um, it's really special. Oh, on both sides, I'm sure, right? I'm, yes, yeah, definitely yeah. on both sides. It, uh, it, it's so rewarding. Yeah, good for you. What a, what a great idea. How, how hard has it been for you to start positive recovery? I mean, you just don't start something like that. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's funny because I was actually in a therapy appointment and I was talking to my therapist and I said, you know, I just really wish that I could do something with dogs and recovery, the two things that I love the most. And she said, well, why can't you? And we sat there and talked about the need, and that's sort of how the idea was born. And um, since I started I and gotten into, you know, the recovery community, I've just met the most wonderful people, and there really is a huge need for this uh, in our community. So um, it's definitely been successful, and I just kind of take it as it comes and learn as I go and, um, you know, uh, keep keep the goals and the missions in the forefront of my mind and keep on going. It's good for you, too, isn't it? It's great for me. Yeah, it I really can tell. Is. You got a passion going here. I love that. I can feel it coming through the microphone. So congratulations <laughs> on that. Yeah, I, I got to ask, animals are just so important to people, whether you need help or not, aren't they? Why is that? Why are We have a dog. We've had dogs forever, and they are just part of the family. Well, dogs are like part of the family, and not only that, but... Um, 
some of these people who have been in active addiction for years and years, their animal is the only thing that has uh, been there consistently for them and shown them un- in unconditional love. And so um, that type of bond when you've gone through a traumatic experience like addiction is so so important and people are not going to go to treatment if they don't have a safe spot for their animals and know that they're going to be taken care of. Yeah, I do believe Um, that. I do believe that. So, yeah. So uh, I just think animals in all in all have become so integral in, in the happiness of our lives. And so, um, you know, keeping them together is, is huge. It certainly is. Serena Saunders of Positive Recovery. So is there any cost involved with this, Serena? How do you how do you keep going? You're a nonprofit, so how do financially do you keep going? Yeah, um, we are completely 100% donation-based. So I rely um, 100% on the, on the recovery community and people um, giving us donations to keep us going and things like that things like that. We don't ask for any money from anybody that needs care from their, for their animals. Um, and, you know, I have found through this process that when once people get out of treatment and get uh, their lives on a better track, they are my number one supporters, and they definitely give back in a huge way once they're in a position to do so. So um, that's how we keep going. We're donation-based, um, and so we welcome any any of those donations at any time well let's get some of those donations coming well how do we get them to you you must have a website obviously we talked about that so to get that information out or how they can help we do yeah they can um they can sign up to volunteer for us they can sign up to foster by doing the foster application they can donate find out more about positive recovery and that is all on the website at positive-recovery.com positive-recovery.com just that simple right and it's Spelled with a P-A-W. <laughs> Not like the idiot that started the interview that got it messed up. <laughs> well, Sarita, thanks so much for coming on Mile High Magazine. Keep up the good work. Congratulations. You're helping many people. I, it's a great thing. Thank you so much for talking to me. You bet. Anytime. And thank you guys for listening to Mile High Magazine. Now, don't go away with more.